0: Hello dear listener, you've got the Princess and the Captain here and we're going to do a little post-coronation chat We realise that it's now June, a month after the coronation of King Charles III, but dear listener, in this post-lockdown world that we're all living in, our commitments and our lives have just taken off and it's getting very hard to get together. So we're a month later, we we apologise for that, but you know, there's still some relevant stuff just to point out and talk about, and we'll get onto it and have our chat now. I didn't say it was the podcast with no name. Dear listener, in case you're wondering where you've landed, you're at the podcast with no name. I had a bit of a blonde moment there and didn't tell you this. So
1: Um, when was the actual coronation?
0: The actual coronation was the 6th of May. So we're only a month later.
1: Yeah, I know. I'll (laughs) just go back to my photos to see if the photos trigger any memory. (laughs) Because I took some photos of the TV, as you do. Oh,
0: right. I did buy a Who. Yeah, Which has got lots of photos in it. Well, not as many as I thought it would, but I've relied heavily on the Court Jeweller, the blog I follow for tiaras, and they've done fantastic coverage of what everybody was wearing, what brooches and things they had on, um, (laughs) and what all the working royals had on. Yeah. And yeah, you can see it in the photos. Yeah. So, Captain, what did you think of the coronation? Well, you know, I really enjoyed it. I, you know, watched it all.
1: I found it, dare I say, a little bit unrehearsed and like they didn't know what they were doing. Now, in comparison, the only thing I've got to compare it to, of course, is the Queen's funeral, which is the the closest thing that will come to a coronation. But I found nobody knew what they were doing and they kept pointing at the scripts and all the different little lines they had to say. Come on. I mean, it's not that hard to remember what you're supposed to do and where you're supposed to be.
0: Am I wrong? No, I don't think you're wrong, but I think they were using the scripts as a crutch because they were all so nervous I yeah, think it, it it was a different vibe, wasn't it? It was you a could
1: very feel different that vibe. No one wanted to mess anything up
0: and yeah, you know that they were all so afraid of mucking it up. Yeah. Um and you could see the relief. King Charles looked terrible during it, before it and during it. He just looked so worried and once he was out on the balcony at the end of it and they were doing their big waves and everything, he and Camilla just looked so relieved. Yeah. I mean, the pressure's on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, they didn't have that issue with funerals because, you know, periodically they do one, so they're not out of practice with funerals. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, but yeah. yeah, I really i, I enjoyed it as, as I enjoyed watching it. I certainly... Uh, went to the effort and I made the coronation quiche.
0: Oh, how was it? Well,
1: it was unusual. It, you know, I think we're used to eating quiches that have lots of, you know, ham and cheese and things in it. It was a very delicate flavour. It had uh, tarragon and broad beans. And I don't mind a broad bean, but I don't know. It wasn't as tasty as I thought it would be. But it was still very pleasant. And I made coronation chicken sandwiches, which were oh, incredible. Yeah. And cucumber sandwiches. And of course, some beautiful tea. And then we had a Victoria sponge. Oh sweet.
0: Oh my it was goodness. Amazing.
1: Oh yes, my goodness. It was you know how to do a theme, don't you? I know, I know. And I sent a picture to one of my friends and she said, Oh, are you having a party? It looks like you're catering for 15. And I'm like, No, just me. <laughs> 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 a dozen sandwiches. Yeah. Well,
0: I went for hours. hours. Like it went for a while. It did. It did. You needed to have a supply of food there to get you through. I went over to Eddie's Mary Ann's and watched it with her. And we ended up with teenagers and us lampooning various parts of it. I actually went back and rewatched it just by myself to take in. Sol- yeah. Here we go. Here's a big word, solemnity of it. And the auspicious, I don't know what that means. Well, it was auspicious. The grandeur? Yeah, all, all of the above. Yeah, but we did have fun because one part in particular, when King Charles and Queen Camilla were going down the mall on the way to the abbey, there were footmen walking beside the carriage and the one that was in the center of the camera shot a lot, had this weird look on his face. And I said to Eddie's Marianne, I think he's got a wrinkle in his sock. And it's <laughs> bugging him. Mm, and he knows that'd would that worst, wouldn't it? He is stuck with that wrinkle until it's all over now. <laughs> and he's got to walk all the way to the Abbey and all the way back and stand all for the duration. So yeah, he was not it would a happy be the worst Because
1: you can't bend over, you can't, you know. You yeah. have any expression on your face?
0: Yeah, that's right. And you can't say, "Hang on, I'll catch you up." Yeah. <laughs> what if you
1: got a wedgie? What'd <gasps> you do? What'd you do? Oh, I don't you know. Would... You'd
0: have to sort the underwear situation out. Well, you'd Good. have to make sure that everything so it didn't was fitted. Happen. Yeah. Because yeah. you didn't. You wouldn't want you know anything riding up or. Oh no. my! Well, so tell the...
1: us all about
0: the tiaras. There weren't any. What? There were no tiaras.
1: So do you reckon there was like a
0: dress code? Yes, there was. It was just sort of, you know, let's just keep it chill. It's all about uh, King Charles today. Well, he wanted it scaled back a bit. So he certainly scaled back. The dress code put out by the palace was morning suits and parliamentary robes. Mm -hmm. The only way you open the tiara boxes and get out your coronation robes as if they tell you to do so. So we ended up with, there were quite a few parliamentarians, God love them, who did wear their parliamentary robes. So that looked, yeah, pretty, okay. they looked pretty grand. They were the red ones with the gold and the black on them. It had sort of gold yeah. and black stripes on one side. The Princess of Wales, thank goodness for her, because she had a fabric floral headpiece which was almost in the shape of a, well, it was in the shape of a tiara and Mm. it was made out of silver fabric or bedazzled or something. I'm not quite sure how they made it. I have visions of them, you know, starching it to get it so stiff to stand up like that. That looked great. And little Princess Charlotte, she had a little headband version of it on. Yeah, it was like a
1: little little copy, wasn't it?
0: It was and it was lovely in her little outfit. That's how you do it, people. That's how you dress a child. It was lovely. Yeah. And, um, I mean,
1: Kate looked like
0: a superhero. Yes, with that mantle on.
1: Oh, just the whole thing and I think the, you know, the red, white, and blue colours. But she just looked like she was had this cape on and then she was gonna, you know, throw it off
0: and then lasers would come out of her tits or something. Like it was just <laughs> incredible. Well, I was I was so happy when I saw them all in their finery like that because I thought they would turn up in a suit mm. and that's it. Yeah. And they didn't, yeah. they glammed up so much more than I thought they would. So yeah. I was I was extraordinarily happy about that. I mean, all the um members of the Order of the Garter were in their garter robes, including Prince Andrew. Oh, Eddie, I'd like to note that whilst Andrew was not around the back of the pillar, he was beside it and had an obstructed view. (laughs) I was right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. We all knew it anyway, really, didn't
0: we? Yeah, yeah. Princess Anne, she wore the mantle of and robes of the Order of the Thistle, which is the Scottish Order. And I really like the Thistle robes. They're just beautiful. They're a very, very, very dark green. And there is a portrait of the Queen taken, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, and she's out. On a hillside, probably taken at Balmoral somewhere. And she's in a gown, of course, with the Order of the Thistle mantle on. She's got the of oh, Vladimir tiara, which is loops, and you have the dangly pearls in it. But oh, Queen, yeah, Mary, yeah. Queen Mary, the magpie of the family, had the Cambridge emeralds converted so they could dangle in there as well. And she's got the emerald yeah. setting of it on with these robes in amongst the heather. It is just a fantastic portrait. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. 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 Kate and several other members of the royal family were wearing the mantle and the collar and everything of the royal Victorian order. Queen Victoria started that and you get admitted into that order for your service to the monarch. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So, the, so it's not for everyone. No, not for everyone. Yeah, though there's not many in it, but. I don't know that it's quite as exclusive as the Order of the Garter. There were a few with their Order of the Bathrobes on. (laughs) Yeah, Bathrobes on. (laughs) (laughs) They were red. They're red. Yeah, okay. And I think there might have been some British Empire robes on as well, but I'm not quite sure. Amazing. Yeah. I noticed something when I was having a re-look at the pictures of what people were wearing on the day in preparation for tonight. I think Kate might have had, if not two dresses, she's had an overlay of her dress, a caper or something across the top of her dress for the yeah. Abbey. Yeah. Because in the Abbey you can see just peeking out between the sides of the mantle of the Royal Victorian Order that her neckline on her cream or white dress was up up at her neck it was a high neckline suitable for the church with beading and stuff in the official portraits she is wearing a dress with a neckline similar to an evening gown she's worn where it comes from the shoulders and it dips down in the middle on either side it's very sculptural yes but and she's got a beautiful necklace on that the palace or someone had written that she would be wearing on the day. It was one of the Queen's necklaces. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and that neckline in the official portraits is completely different to what's on what she had on at the Abbey.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she was wearing some sort of cape drapery yeah. type thing over the top of it because it couldn't, yeah, it wasn't practical as a,
0: a dress. Well, you you can't wear something... I mean it's not low cut by any means, but it wouldn't it yeah. wasn't really something to wear to church on a Saturday no. morning. That's right. So up. cover that bit up and Bob's your uncle. You're looking fine. So of course the person that stole the show for me was
1: Penny Mo Mor Mordeau? M- Mordened. Mordent? Yeah. Mordant? She Mordant. Just looked, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure. But um she just looked amazing. Didn't she? Like it was just so unusual, yet so, so perfect, and the perfect, uh, you know, colour, it just fit her so well, and the matching headband.
0: That headband. I, I just re- couldn't take my eyes off her the whole time. I don't think anybody could, because Eddie's Marianne and I were watching her, and we're going, oh my God, how is she holding that sword up? Yeah,
1: and it because, must weigh
0: a ton. Yeah. It's like jewels. Well, no, the original one's not as jewel encrusted as the royal one. And oh my goodness, she held that thing for hours. Yeah. And apparently yeah. she was put herself into training. She was doing push ups and went to the gym and stuff for six months. Oh, wow. To be able yeah, to wow. do it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. it is a lot of standing around and stuff.
0: Well, um, even now, even just standing for two hours on a stone floor in heels. Yeah is it's an achievement a, in itself for anyone
1: that's funny. <laughs> So let's talk about the entertainment of the oh. evening. Oh my god, the Welsh singer Bryn Terfel. Oh, I was nearly crying. His voice absolutely incredible. You know, and the power to, to I would have loved to have been there. Of course I would have loved to have been there. But you know what I mean? To hear it an mm. echo through the Abbey and he just sang with so much passion and you could see that he was also quite restrained. Mm. You know, he held it a lot, a lot back. He didn't want to be too animated in the actual yeah. performance. But yes. absolutely
0: incredible. Yes. What about the choir that was dressed all in white? and The gospel rock- singers? Yes, the gospel yes. singers. They were I- incredible. They were incredible. I could not watch them. They made me seasick. Oh, really? oh, bless you. <laughs> but they were incredible. They sounded
1: beautiful. I just had to oh, not yeah. watch them. So that they were invited by King Charles and it's the first time that gospel singers have, you know, been invited to something like that. And, yeah, they were incredible, mm. absolutely incredible. Absolutely. And the little ginger choir boy was back. Oh, yes. I saw at the funeral he was there he, he didn't have a, a front row this time no no but he he was there he, obviously he stood out so the Danny Bonaducci you know. of the choir but of they, course yeah the, the choir and all the different you know hymns that they
0: mm. they sung were just well yeah, extraordinary if, if we're going to talk music what about Zadok Zadok the priest, that famous piece of music that they play. Zadok the priest, they played it when he got anointed. Oh. And it was written by George Frederick Handel and first used, it's been used at coronations for centuries. You'll recognize it when you hear it. Yeah, dear listener, please Google it later. Look it up, dear listener. You'll, you'll recognise it the minute you hear it. They yeah, hear it I probably yeah, I probably know it. It's that big, grand. The choir hits it with this thing, and I actually worked out today that they're actually saying Zadok the priest. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> that, All right. it's so quintessentially British. You don't hear it anywhere else. It, they played it just. As he was being anointed or just after it because it's now he's really king because he's been anointed. Yeah. And, oh, man, so powerful and sung in the Abbey by the choir and the orchestra. Oh, the orchestra. Did you see the orchestra's conductor? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Eddie's Marianne and I got the giggles at one stage because we thought he was, in conducting, he was going, making all these gesticulations and things and we thought he was going boop, 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 and then we thought he was chewing gum and we or having something to eat. We weren't quite sure what he was doing. Having a stroke. Or oh, possibly having a stroke. Um, Yeah, he was a cracker. And they were on top of the screen... Or the choir or something they called it. They were yeah. people walked underneath the orchestra to get in. Yes. Yeah. Pretty. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible. I, yeah, I mean, you looked at the abbey for King Charles and you know what, there were two thousand, three hundred, two and a half thousand odd people in there. Yeah. And the Abbey was full. They jammed eight thousand in there for the Queen's coronation. Really? Was there that many people there? There were that many people. They built yeah, terraces totally. and things for people to sit on. Yeah, I didn't. I've been there before, but I mean, it was like
1: thirty years ago. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know how big it is. You know, I sort of walked in and walked out, so I don't. I don't really remember the, mm. the size of it. I remember looking up, but I don't remember looking sideways.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, eight thousand people.
1: Yeah, that's amazing.
0: Yeah, I suppose yeah. We're,
1: they were all a lot skinnier back then as well. Weren't
0: well, they? that too, but um, <laughs> WHS people are actually paying attention to that now, <laughs> and Britain is one of the leading countries in the world for a WHS. Yeah. So um, yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> fair call. <laughs> so what else? What else was a highlight? Oh well, I did find it amusing how many foreign royals wore pink.
1: <laughs> oh okay,
0: I wasn't Quite that a- observant. Quite a few did. And Katy Perry looking for a seat in Katy Perry's hat, she had no idea to see in anything. <laughs> what was Katy Perry doing there? Oh, because she was in the concert. It's like she got yeah. a free ticket to the coronation.
1: Yeah, I know, Like, what's she doing there? Nobody cares. Mm. Like, when I saw her, I was like, what? Mm. So why why do you think Kate and Wills were late?
0: No, Charles um, was early, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I read somewhere it wasn't Kate and Wills late, it was Charles early. So Louis did not have a tantrum. It was... <laughs> um...
1: <laughs> Wills decided to do a poo before they left.
0: Oh, well, that's the thing. You'd have to do your nervous poo before you went there, wouldn't you? <laughs> <laughs>
1: All and just... husbands are the same.
0: Oh, yeah, but... I want to know, when they get back to the palace, is there a stampede by the ladies to the loo? Of course there is. (laughs) Of course there is. You know what I found really touching? In the um, official photos where they've got the working royals fanned out either side of Charles and Camilla, down on, as we look at the the right-hand side, Edward and Sophie have Princess Alexandra in between them, Princess Alexandra of Kent. Now she's in her mid-80s. Yep. heading towards yep. her late 80s, and she's got yep. some orthopaedic issues, I think it is. So yep. they're actually very subtly holding her up. Up, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's so oh, cute. Dear. Yeah, sort of wedging them up.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the poor old Duke of Kent, maybe someone had, you know, got him leaning against a pole or something because yeah, yeah, he's yeah. older than she is. Yeah, wheeled him in like uh, Hannibal Lecter or something. Yeah, yeah. He looks a bit like Beaker from the Muppets, Duke of (laughs) Kent. It was good. What did you think of the actual moments when they were crowned?
1: Yes, well, I'm just looking on my phone because I was, you know, taking loads of photos of the TV and stuff. I mean, it's, it's incredible. The fact that I can sit in my lounge room and watch that happen, I I think I'm more overwhelmed by that than the actual event itself. But, you know, it's it's history, however you look at it. It's history and whether you're, you know, I don't know where, you know, I'm not a monarchist, I'm not a, but, you know, it's history. Yeah. What else can you watch apart from terrible things that are happening in the world? Not, Not a lot of good stuff happens in the world. Exactly. And so to be able to watch it. And, and watch that actual moment that it's happening.
0: Pretty cool. It and is It is pretty cool. People think that the monarchy is a drain on public funds and an anachronism and all this sort of stuff, but I don't know. I like it. I like the fact that you can go and read about it and they do do good things and they bring attention to lots of causes and charities and stuff. And if all it takes to get some money into a worthy cause is someone turns up makes a nice speech and shakes some hands. So what? Yeah. yeah. So what? I hope they never dismantle it because, or, or get rid of it because once it's gone, the world will never, ever see the likes of it again.
1: Yeah, I just don't think they could. But we're not here to talk about that. No, we're, we're here not. to talk about the, the pomp that was. Mm. I did love watching all of the, um, when they were back at the Palace. And how all the military were lined up out the back in the the garden. Yes. And they all did that and that's when Charles and Camilla came out and they gave the sort of salute. I mean, that was incredible. Yeah. And like you were saying, he, they looked so much more relaxed and, and mm. happy when yeah. that was happening. But just to see all the, the uniforms and then you could hear the pipers in the
0: background and, yeah, just incredible. Oh, who doesn't love a piper? Incredible. Hey, yeah. what did you think of what King Charles wore? I can't remember. He wore lots of things. He got undressed at one stage. Well, yes, because he had to be wounded on his chest. Yeah, but he came in the long train, the robe of state, I think it was called. Yeah, the robe of state. That's the red one that he walked in with. That was his yeah, grandfather's. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah, but I was meaning his trousers and they put buckles on his shoes. I am wondering if it was cardboard, gold cardboard. So the smock that he had, the red smock, yeah, the gold—yeah, most unlike anything
1: we've ever seen him wear. Yeah, he was wearing lots of different things, and so I think it was maybe yeah for the ease of things, yeah. and then because he had to, you know,
0: couldn't necessarily wear a coat because he had to wear all those other robes, and, all the other stuff, and it's summer, yeah. so he didn't want to be yeah. hot. Yeah. yeah, and I mean he was wearing velvet and ermine, so I mean that that's you know cold yeah. weather stuff. But yeah. yeah, I liked how he wore the collar of the Order of the Garter. That's the chain link necklace thing. Yes. That yeah. was, I think it was George V's. Yeah. So it was like his great granddad's. Yeah, wow. And um George the Sixth wore it as well. So it's nice that they get re-war- reused. Yeah. And then the purple one that he came out with at the end was also his granddad's. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Where Camilla went in and her red Robe of State was the Queen's. She reused yeah. the Queen's, yeah. and th- they made a new purple one for her. Yeah, okay, yeah. But I liked how Camilla had hers attached. She had it like two big straps. They were sewn on. Uh, she could attach it and wore it, you know, like yeah, she was okay. wearing a
1: back. Yeah, I think I noticed that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, gold-embroidered straps. I thought that's pretty well done. It takes... The weight off your neck, yeah, yeah, pretty heavy. Yeah. yeah. So, what did you think of what Camilla wore? Oh
1: look, it was nice. It looked a bit creased, but that's being particularly picky. I'm not there for Camilla. I'm there for Charles.
0: Yeah, well, true. But do you think it was creased, or do you think it was just the embroidery? No, it was creased. <laughs> Can't remember that. I did like, I like how she had, I found, read today that she had her grandkids' names embroidered in silver on it. Oh, really? Oh, that's her nice. Kids names. That's nice. And she had her yeah. dogs embroidered on it in gold down the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Which was cute. Nice. Yeah, important things. Yeah, I'm surprised she didn't have a horse done, but you know. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. I know. Are we going to talk about the elephant in the room?
1: Uh, what the guy dressed as, uh, Meghan Markle dressed as that guy in the moustache.
0: <laughs> yes. Who actually was one of the composers of one of the pieces of music. Oh, was it? Yes. I mean, it doesn't look like a real person, does it? It looks like a disguise. You like Meghan Markle. Um, How do I, people I, I, look I, like that? I know. I was referring to Harry. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah um, so. Oh, look, I just feel desperately sorry for
1: all of them. Mm. You know, look, I don't, Give a shit what's going on. But I don't need somebody's family drama played out in front of the world. Like Absolutely. it's desperately, desperately sad because now there's children involved mm. and however you look at it, you know, whether they're famous or, or, you know, royal or whatever, there's children involved. And it's just really, really sad, you know, for it, any family to break apart, you know.
0: It is heartbreakingly sad and I do like how the York sisters got the job of looking after him on the day and Zara Tyndall got a break. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, he looked fine and, look, he looked happy enough to be there. Yeah. But what about how um, Princess Anne's hat? Had its great big red plume right in front of his face, so he had to move <laughs> yeah. his head.
1: To look, so, at I it. know, I know. Look, it's all it's all planned. It's all strategic. Absolutely. You
0: know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. And um, of course, we've mentioned Prince Andrew sitting in the corner. Oh, one person who I saw walking in, and I thought, really, you're going to wear orange? It was Liz Truss, the woman who was prime minister for five minutes yeah. when the Queen died. All the other prime ministers and their partners were wearing, oh, not funereal clothes, but more somber colours. And I know she looked quite happy with herself, though, didn't she? Walked she walked in in orange. Swaning in
1: there with this massive smile on her face. And yeah. it's like, babe, you need to just calm it down. Tone it down. You were there for five minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know. I know.
0: Yeah. Jill Biden. And the. I don't recall seeing her. Grandchild Biden. Yeah. Um, okay. She was in, Jill Biden looked lovely. She was in a lovely cornflowery blue colour. Yeah. Maybe a little bit lighter. She looked eminently appropriate. Yeah. And she had a granddaughter tagging along instead of Joe. And the granddaughter was in a uh, yellow colour. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 I thought, what an experience for her. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Another thing, my colleagues at work, we we all got to work after the coronation and, of course, we had a bit of a post-mortem of it and everyone was horrified that King Charles did not get a decent haircut before, so especially since we were looking at him from behind so much and we could see all the little wispy, curly bits at the back and his bit of comb overy combing there. So, all right, professional
1: opinion here.
0: Yes, please go for it. Obviously, he's got large ears,
1: right? We know that. Yeah. And that's why he's always had the sideburns. Ah. And the sort of, you know, fuzzy chops, if you will, because his yeah. hair is actually quite a funny texture. So, you know, it's not, it's frizzy. It looks quite wiry. Yeah. And even before it went grey, it was still quite, it was bit of a curl to it Mm. so he's always kept it ever so slightly longer so it fills the gap between his large ears and then by having the sideburn down almost as low as his lobe balances it out so if you have any hard lines or you know really sharpness around it it doesn't work because one the hair's curly and so you, you never end up with the same sharp line as if your hair is straight but by having that sort of width and volume around there and then same at the back, having a a very sharp line actually isn't, I don't know, I find it's not very aesthetically pleasing either because the hair's too fine and to have such a sudden end
0: to it, it doesn't blend and look natural. That is brilliant. Thank you so much for that, Captain. I had never thought of it from that angle. Yeah. And you are absolutely right because nobody ever notices his ears anymore. Yeah, yeah. No and that's one why. ever does. That is so clever. And so obviously when he was young,
1: you know, you're just t- tall and skinny. So, of course, they're going to come out and and his hair was a, yes, it still had the wave, but it was a lot finer and, you know, but now that, yeah, it's older, he's older and the hair texture's changed.
0: Mm. That's, yeah. that's why. Yeah. And kudos to Camilla for not changing her hairstyle in what, 50 years? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Kudos to her. I know. Well, if it works, stick with it. Exactly. She found something that works, she's sticking with it. Good on her. Yeah. Camilla's attendants. Yeah. One of them was her sister Mm,
1: and like best friend. Yeah. I mean, they all look like. The same don't they? You could what are they called? Like Sloan Rangers or something? <laughs> <laughs> they, they, all, they can imagine every single person in West London that looks like that.
0: Or or the three witches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I thought they were dressed nicely as well. I mean it nothing was over the top, was it? It was all just enough. Yeah. With yeah. What people wore, yeah,
1: I mean that's the thing there was plenty to look at and and it, like I said, it was just it was very formal it didn't have as obviously as much emotion there as the funeral did, which is understandable, but I don't want to say I was bored, I just found it very ceremonial, yeah, and yes, like you were saying, they were sort of desperate not to mess it up, and yeah. so they were just you know, going through the motions. But I think, you know, they had a nice mix of break of all the procession and then they went to some singers and then they came back and then they did this and then they came back. Mm. So yeah. it did break it up a little bit.
0: Yeah. You do realise that the coach that Charles and Camilla went to the Abbey Inn, instead of using the gold stage coach, they used the one that was made in Australia a few years ago. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And you you can understand that they were... Already nervous, he didn't want them getting motion sick in the gold coach. Yeah, on the way as well. It's a bit of a rough ride, apparently. Yeah, apparently it's a shocker, and just about every monarch who's ridden in it has said so. From William yeah. the Fourth, has said how <laughs> horrible it is to ride in. Yeah, so it's amazing. Um, yeah, yeah, but it did get a run. It was nice yeah. that it was used.
1: And then, of course, as everyone was heading back to the palace. And, you know, watching the crowd and then when they sort of opened up the gates and all the crowd came on to the mall. Oh, yes. You know, and everyone just seemed so happy and thrilled and I think it was raining a little bit as well. Yeah, Um, yeah. Yeah, which is a bit of a bummer but, you know, British summer. It just, you could tell that it would have been such a great vibe in London. Yeah. You know, and everyone just... Super happy.
0: Yeah, but they do it for weddings and they did it for the funeral and they've done it for so many things. I love how the police are the cordon and they walk down the mall and they use, you know, they fan out and they let the people yeah. Yeah. fill that part in front of, around the um, memorial yeah. and in front of Buckingham Palace. I love how they do that. It's, it's yeah. again, another British thing. Yes, yeah. Did you watch any of the concert No. No, No. neither did I.
1: I didn't. I don't know what I was doing. I was doing something else.
0: Yeah, me too.
1: I (laughs) I just was like, yeah, I've done that now. I'm not really interested in the
0: concert. No, well, it didn't have Brian May playing God Save the King on the roof. I was (laughs) gone. (laughs) Yeah. I was gone. Although on the TV news the following evening they showed – you know, excerpts from the concert and showed the royals and go the Duchess of Edinburgh dancing. She looked fantastic and yeah. she really had the moves. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, go Sophie. It's great. It, you know, imagine having a, a
1: concert like that in your family. <laughs> amazing. I know.
0: I know. Have you heard Elton John's story about how, there had been a big concert or something, and he was invited back to the Royals, and they had their own disco somewhere in Buckingham Palace, and they were all there dancing along. And after a while, the Queen came in and said, "Do you mind if I join in?" Oh, hilarious! <laughs> Could you imagine that? He he described the Queen's dancing. It's gold. I think he told the story on Graham Norton or something. Oh, I have to donkeys. He's going. That. Yeah. Ah. Oh. It, it's just gold and they put on Elvis or something and she danced to Elvis.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It's great. I yeah. mean, they're just people at the end of the day, you know.
0: Oh, you know. Yeah. I mean, she's got to be so, the Queen and now Charles have to be so proper all the time. Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice just yeah. to let loose a little bit occasionally, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Okay, dear listener, that's the end of our discussion about what happened at the coronation and whether we found it spectacular. And the short answer is a lot happened, and yes, it was. We hope you've enjoyed listening to The Captain and Me break it down. Concluded. If you'd like to contact us at the podcast with no name, in particular contact the boys and tell them to stop reviewing boring albums, you can do so at podno name at gmail.com. You can approach us on Facebook at, at podno name and you can put in your letters and your emails for. Love of Pete, stop reviewing boring albums. If you would like the captain and me to keep entertaining you with wonderful things about tiaras and prime ministers and all sorts of stuff, you can contact us at the same places. If you would like to contribute to our running costs of the podcast with no name, because believe me, it takes a lot of money to get Sid out of bed these days, you can do so at Patreon if you look up podcast with no name. Until next time, dear listener, thank you so much for listening to us. We hope you've enjoyed it and we will be back soon with a new episode. Until then, take care. Speaking of tiaras, one of the princes of Jordan got married yesterday, mm. and the new bride had a beautiful dress on, Elisab dress, and this gorgeous tiara on at the wedding ceremony, which incorporated Arabic script, diamond encrusted Arabic script. It's absolutely gorgeous. Oh, really? Yeah, just so beautiful. Have a have... 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 look at it. Do yourself a favour on the court jeweller. It's all there and they had a big banquet last night or, you know, after the wedding in the evening yeah. and all the royals that were there, all the Jordanian royals and the Saudi royals and all the European royals and the Asian royals that were there all cracked open their tiara boxes.
1: <gasps> oh. It, oh.
0: it's fantastic. There's tiaras everywhere. It's what the um, coronation could have been.
1: Yeah. Yeah, wow. It's incredible, isn't
0: it? Mm. So, welcome to the podcast. Maybe it's best you don't
1: mention it. And then they suddenly become a fan, and then we're not under any
0: brand. We can (laughs) launch our own podcast. We can launch our own one. Rival podcast. Yeah, well, you know, the boys keep doing things on subjects like Pink Floyd and dire straits. We're suddenly looking really good when we do prime ministers.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I know. It's so much more interesting doing coronations and prime ministers.
0: I know, and tiaras and crap. <laughs>